Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Mystery on the rocks, oh yeah. Mystery on the rocks, yeah. Mystery on the rocks, yeah. Oh, hello. I didn't see you. Oh, hi. (laughs) Oh, hi. Good evening. Uh, welcome to another episode of Mystery on the Rocks, the show that takes cocktails and true unsolved mysteries and puts them together for your ears. Um, with me, as always, is the amazing Suze Kempner, who's doing that now. <laughs> oh, you're getting some uh, some crisps. Uh, the amazing Chris Stokes. Hello. I'm Masood, and I'm making a cocktail. Yum, yum, yum. What you making? So this is a, this is a lovely little experiment. Chris has got such a great little bar here. Uh, we're going to go brandy and praline syrup. Praline syrup. And I reckon a little bit of red red vermouth. Sweet vermouth. <laughs> red vermouth. The red one. The red one. It comes in yeah. two flavours. Orange red and vermouth. red. Red vermouth. <laughs> I have some of that red vermouth. Um, mm. I reckon just a touch of that. Uh, so we've got some brandy here. I reckon. Yeah. Are you going to try with the cocoa bitters or not? Or not? I think I'll try it with the cocoa bitters. You know what I think I'll do is I'll make it the original style and then I'll add the Rosso after to my own glass to see, rather than taint oh, it. I kind of want You kind of want to? All right. Yeah, all right, yeah right, quite right, fancy right. having a little try of that. I actually, when you said, oh, uh, sweet vermouth, I don't know whether it's going to do anything. Yeah. I'll be like, no, I like it. Instantly the idea was like, yes, please. All right, all right. So, I'll, I'll, um, I'll, put, I'll put some Do you want to know why? Why is that? Uh, because, not that this has any bearing on it whatsoever, but I like adding a little bit of... Sweet cherry to a Manhattan. Ah, I see. And not necessarily that sweet vermouth has got the same quality, but the idea of adding it to what you said you were going to make. Yeah, I see. Appeals, appeals. Ah. What are your measurements? So I'm going to... Just a splash. Just a splash. So if you're making it one, if you're just making one drink, I go two and then like maybe uh, half of a measure of uh, vermouth. and then So two of brandy, half a measure of vermouth, and then ooh, praline syrup. Well, bearing in mind the syrup is always the sweetest thing. So probably even less than half of that, I reckon. But you don't want to lose it. I no, that's it true. Is... Maybe maybe half. I'd say half. I'd say about okay, half. Right. I'd say oh, just, uh, about that much. Yeah, about that much. That's too much. My dog made that noise earlier today. Um, he, uh, I was downstairs and he was just upstairs and I heard him go. Ah! Oh Jesus! And I was like, what the fuck? And then he came pelting downstairs and I was like, are you okay? Everything all right? And he was like, yeah, mate, yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, so he was fine but then I found out why he made that noise when we came up here to start recording today and there was just a clump of his hair on the sofa so he'd obviously just tore it out somehow oh I thought he thought it was something else like he thought it was a thing yeah no 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 
Oh, so you're stirring this one? Yeah, I'm going to stir this one, I think. Oh, interesting. Because yeah. with the syrup in there, you think that... No, I'm going to stir it. Okay, no, 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 you know best. You're the expert. I'm... Sometimes I don't even do that. I just pour them all in the glass, <laughs> and then I swirl the glass a bit, and then I go, nah, nah. Yeah, I, I know that you do that, and then you still go, oh, it's delicious. And I always think that made well, it must be even better. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. What do you think, Matt? Need, need more? More? I think we're going to need a touch more of this. Ooh. I was kind of hoping you say that. Did you that I, I saw you put a little bit in and I was like... Oh, I, 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 you I heard you heard say, it. I don't, you to, I don't think you should get lost. I, I heard I, it I in your... I don't think you should get lost. <laughs> <laughs> I heard it in your voice. I'm, really just, I'm just saying, I just think... Are you going to... Yeah? Yeah? Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a good amount of that in there. Okay. I do say. love proline. Ooh, thank ooh. you. Really <gasps> funny. And some for Chris. Smell. So, you know what you have to do is name it as well. Ah! Oh. That's got a good scent. Kudos. I'm glad the proline was in the kitchen when we came here. Ooh, what are we going to yeah, call this? Yeah, this was, this was uh, inspired by Sue's. I yes. saw proline syrup and went, can we have that? So here we go. What are we going to call this? Let's see. Praline syrup, brandy. I'm going to call it, I'm just nuts about brandy. Oh, <laughs> I like that. Oh, I like that. That's rubbish. <laughs> That's shit. That sucks. It smells incredible. Oh, it's really good. That is a dessert. Oh, wow. That is a dessert yeah. cocktail. Let's come out. All right. Kudos on that. Red vermouth, Masood. The red vermouth. Yeah. Oh, the red vermouth. Um, so you're going to go uh, two fluid ounces of brandy. You're going to go maybe half a ounce of red vermouth. And then um, praline syrup to taste. But I would go probably just over one ounce. Oh, no, just under one ounce, sorry. And then a little bit of cocoa bitters. <sighs> yum, yum, yum. How, how are y'all? <laughs> like, really nice after this drink. Like, I can't stress enough that having Masood back making the drinks for us is like... It's better. It's, it's, it's such a step up from having to make our own. Oh, that's very kind, guys. Better, yeah, better. <laughs> better, better. Yeah. Better. Like, you know, you know, sometimes like we have to make our own drinks. Yeah. When we've yeah. been recording over Zoom and stuff. Occasionally I'll hit up on one and I'm like, oh yeah, no, that's really nice. Mm. But what it tells me is, is that if Masood had made it for me, it Even would be better. three times better. Oh, what have you got for us today, Chris? Today, is, it's not necessarily a big hitter. Okay. But we've, we've, we've been doing the big hitters. We popped in on Spain a few weeks ago. Yeah. This week we're going to go to Italy. Oh, what a nice holiday. We've been to the moon. <laughs> now we're going, now we're no, going we to never went to the moon. <laughs> prove it. Uh, You're burden to prove it on you. Uh, <laughs> this is Mauro de Mauro. Double name. Maro de Maro. Maro de Maro. Like like Mario Mario and Luigi Mario. Yeah, uh-huh. gotcha. Okay, yeah, yeah. So Maro de Maro was an interesting guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Is he? The burden of proof is on you. We. Well, no, do you remember research? So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he does. I don't do it. <laughs> do you remember research? Uh, Maro de Maro was a, an Italian uh, journalist, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, he worked for a, a left wing communist basically newspaper yeah but what was interesting about him is is that historically and previously he'd been a supporter of Mussolini's fascist Italy okay he's playing both sides yeah (laughs) so he comes out on top Uh, he was an an investigative journalist and yeah he was a supporter of the fascist regime 
of Mussolini. Okay. Um, God save the Queen! <clears throat> but then, after that, sort of like in the in the 60s, he became uh, a journalist for the left-wing newspaper Laura. And he was born in 1921. Okay. No one knows... When he died, because his status is he's been missing for 51 years, 8 months and 14 years. Bloody hell! Jesus and he went Christ. missing in 1970. So this also marks our first episode of the 70s. Hey! Oh, hey. The 70s rocked! <laughs> the missing things always make me a bit uneasy, because the idea that like... So like, what was it? Famously, the singer of the Manic Street Preachers is... Glenn s- Miller. Is still... <laughs> <laughs> Glenn... Wow, that's really done it for Chris. Uh, he loved that. Oh my god. That's right. I can just picture that. I hope you like that song, because if you've if you've ever read the, the what's it, the Stephen King book about the the, the Kennedy assassination. SK? <laughs> um, that song crops up and almost Every chapter, I'm like, for fuck's sake! It's like every bar he goes into, every fucking drugstore he goes into, everywhere he was like, Jesus! But Stephen King doesn't write the. He writes. Oh, I wish he did. That'd be brilliant. He just writes the song. That's why the book's so long. It does feel like that's the music that people use to be like, we're in the 40s. Yes, like stock, yeah. He's going back to 63. Oh no, he goes back to the 50s, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and that's to live through it. Yeah. Yeah. But it is, yeah, that it, it's very much like, uh, so strangely, there are some TV shows that do that, that really capture it, like when The Simpsons uses Spanish Flea mm. as waiting room music, and I will always like background strange music, and I, I will always associate that, which I love, It's like if I'm sitting in a waiting room, sometimes I will put on Spanish Flea and just sit there, sort of just staring into space. To kind of be like, ha, ha, this is funny. If this was actually playing, I'd be laughing. But yeah, like it is definitely a fifties associated song. Uh, but anyway, to go back to missing people, yeah. um, he yes, this Manic Street Preachers. When I found out about it, that was like one of the first things I'd found out about. Like someone just like I knew people went missing, obviously. But that was one of those things. I was like, he just walked out, and then he's I, gone. I tell you what's, I, I, it's I, just I, a bit I know, weird. I, I know what you mean about um, uh, somebody to, for somebody to go completely and utterly missing. Mm. It's it implies they're alive because yes. mm-hmm. um, bodies turn up. Yeah, bodies are found. Yeah, certainly in a country as small as the UK. Yes. So with the Manic Street Preachers. Yeah. Yeah. So w- w- this was in Italy, obviously. Yeah. <clears throat> Which is equally a not very large country. Yeah. Slightly bigger than the UK. Yeah. Because yeah. we're t- we're like we are pathetically we're small. We're stupid little plaguey turfy yeah. little fucking island. <laughs> It's BDE. That's why we went out and conquered everyone. BDE. Like, we got we got to sort out our tiny. We're the Pete like, Davidson of countries. <laughs> we're like we're like you look at us and you're like really those guys and then we're just like banging Kardashians. And... <laughs> I was like, where's the metaphor? Okay, no, the, the, I didn't. It was truth in metaphor. Because I, I was wasn't a... into Pete Davidson until I found out two things about him. All the hot women he's banged. I was like, well, he must have something. Yeah. And then I found out he was six two. I was like, I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> That's all it takes. All it takes. 6-2. The things I've done for 6-2. Carry on. <laughs> Carry on. Frazzles. Mero de Mero mm. vanished in 1970. Mm. So he would have been, what, 40? Yeah, 49. Right. Mm. 
and he, he vanished from... No, he's 100. He was last seen in Sicily. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just want to say, I've, I've kind of like given you the overview of the fact that uh, Mero de Mero was previously a supporter of um, uh, Mussolini? Fasc- fascist Mussolini and then became a journalist, investigative journalist for the left-wing communist newspaper, Laura. And then, and then vanished. Okay, yeah. now there might be several reasons as to why, so we'll look into some <clears> of those and then that also digs into his past a little bit. So okay. first of all, maybe it was because of his fascist past yes. that he vanished. he got okay? Because when he started working at that newspaper, they were surprised. Yeah, they're like, hang on, you should be here. Like, there were people working at the newspaper that were like, hang on a minute, what right. the fuck are you doing it? Yeah, you famously do not. Yeah. yeah, so his fascist past was maybe a little bit more than just being a supporter. Oh. Uh, so uh, there was the... Armistice with Allied forces in uh, 1943, mm-hmm. and then after that, he chose to follow the hardline fascist regime of the ISR, Italian Social Republic, mm-hmm. in German-held Northern Italy. Because the Germans, this is part of the thing about being British and growing up here. Yeah. It's very much a case of like we fought off the Nazi. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. And it kind of like you kind of almost half forget that the Nazis did occupy other countries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that right. Mm-hmm. right, right so right, like right. they actually, and they made it to the Channel Islands. Yeah. So we yeah. never. We never lived under Nazi occupation. No. Yeah. So that really distorts our inflated opinion of ourselves as a country. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Because France... Did. Did. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not... This, is this going to sound really... Out? No, I don't think it is, because I do think that our nation could do with some massive humility. Yeah. Uh, but being occupied by the Nazis <laughs> did humble the French. They're not... Then there's this idea that they're an arrogant people. No, they haven't got anything on the British. Oh my god, we're the fucking worst. We're objectively the worst. It's so strange because France has way better food, and then we make fun of them for having good food. But the food here is dreadful. And like, as in, like culturally, uh, these stands the, the, the national roast, food. Though. Lovely Sunday roast. All right, right, I'll give you roasts. Mm, I'll give Sunday you roasts. Roast. I'm mm. on the fence about the full English breakfast. But yeah, we'll lovely get back full to that. English. Lovely Sunday roast. Lovely Sunday lovely roast. Frazzles. Frazzles. Um, That's it. That's all you got. No, walls ice cream. Okay, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. You could have full English breakfast. Mm. Yeah. You could have a roast for your lunch. Yeah. yeah. What do you have for your tea? Walls ice cream. Would it be chips? Vianetta. Would it be chips? I guess Vianetta. chips. Fish and chips. Oh, it's chips. It's chips. Yeah, fish and chips. Fish and mm. chips. But that, but all of those things require you to take <clears throat> the base ingredient and then disguise it in many other with yeah, many other do things. Like like, do you want to know what a really good British dish is? Okay. Tikka masala. <laughs> yeah. uh, Spaghetti bolognese. That's British. Well, the way the way some of you guys make it, yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> I got noodles. Was it I got noodles and noodles ketchup? ketchup. <laughs> Was it? I asked something in marinara sauce. I got noodles and ketchup. I had to I spend the rest of my life like a schnook. R.I.P. Ray Liotta. So maybe Mero de Mero was more than just a supporter of the fascist regime. Right, he might have been. Right. Uh, so yeah, uh, he followed the hardline fascist regime in German held Northern Italy because the Germans did hold on. Yeah. Uh, uh, and then dur- during the German military occupation of Rome, because mm-hmm. you've got to remember as well, of course, um, obviously Mussolini and Hitler were Kind of pals, sort of. Well, yeah, because Mussolini was a fascist, yeah. and then oh yeah, there was, was allyship. It was, it was yeah. also Mussolini's and Mussolini and his mistress's execution that made Hitler be like, "That's not going to happen to me." Bang. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, That's not going to happen to me. Oh, I'm going to. I'm going to. Excuse me. <laughs> and then he's lying on the floor and just like. Oh. <laughs> More. But in my head, like his butt is up in the air and it's going. It comes out like... Uh, so during the uh, German occupation of 
Rome. Uh, Rome. Uh, 1943 to 1944. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was vice commander of the police under the commander Caruso. He was informant uh, of Captain Eric Priebke and Colonel Herbert Kapler of the SS. So he was an informant to the SS. Yeah, okay. uh, he was also a member of uh, a special unit of home security in the Italian Social Republic. And incidentally, the Italian Socialist Republic in it- Italian was... The uh, Repubblica Sociale Italiana, mm-hmm. uh, which is abbreviated to RSI, Repetitive Strain. Ah! Uh, so he used a variety of aliases, mm-hmm. Demero, and he managed to infiltrate several resistance organisations in Rome and Milan in order to hunt the partisans. Holy shit. So, as an undercover guy mm-hmm. uh, of a fascist leaning, when he then... St- Turns up to work at a communist Italian yeah. left-wing newspaper. I'm surprised he didn't throw him out of the fucking building. <laughs> Especially as he's got, like, previous of being... Basically a spy to fucking hunt down partisans. That's fucking yeah. nuts. He and his wife uh, volunteered to join the Decima MAS, which was a brutal anti-partisan force under the command of a guy called Junio Valerio Bocesi. Uh, uh, and he, he, he got a cool nickname. Yeah, what was his nickname? The Black Prince. Oh, hey, that is a cool nickname. Yeah, a cool nickname. It sounds also like the name of like uh, a racehorse that people would be afraid to yeah. race against. Yes, or yeah. what uh, Gammon's called Prince Harry now that he married Meghan Markle. Oh, 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 oh shit! Shit! That's good. <laughs> Meghan Markle, Queen of My Heart. Uh, Demuro was arrested during the liberation liberation of Milan in 1945. He escaped from prison camp okay. that year, and he took refuge in Naples. Hmm. Uh, he had two daughters with his wife as well at this point, Junia and Franca Valeria, and they are named after the Black Prince. The Black Prince, yeah. Junio Valeria. Ah, yes. Uh, so he named his daughters after this. This fuck. Oh, fuck. Okay, 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 okay. It, it gets deeper, this. Yeah. Uh, not necessarily this, but the whole thing of his disappearance. Yeah. <clears throat> he was accused of having participated in the Foss Ardientane massacre in March 1944, which saw 335 people executed. Jesus. Oh. He was uh, accused of having been a part of that. Right. But he was absolved by the court in 1948. Oh, okay. Yeah. Helps have friends in high yeah. places, I guess. Mm. Uh, then he moved to Sicily under an assumed name. He worked for local newspapers. And then in 1959, that's when he started working for the communist-oriented newspaper. And uh. that's when journalists at that paper were like, what are you doing? But did he go like, under in his own... Because he said like he assumed some aliases for the other papers. Did he go under in his own name? Was he like, ah, Big Dick, just like Big Dick Morrow's like, yeah, I'm going to fucking go <laughs> uh, No, I think he moved there under the false name and then started working for uh, the papers under a real name. So, okay. Because, uh, oh, yeah, you're right, because otherwise why would they know who he was? And yeah. they... Uh, because he'd been a supporter of Mussolini until the bitter end. Oof. Uh, wow. And fought, He's stuck in there. And fought yeah. in the brutal war against anti uh, against the anti-fascists. Bloody hell. Uh, they were like, why were you here? Yeah. Uh, he joined a, crack invest- a group of crack investigative reporters. And uh, from the mid-50s to the 1970s, Laura, the newspaper that he worked for, hit the national spotlight for investigations and denun- denunciations of ties between corrupt politicians and the mafia. Oh, okay. Huh. In 1960, so not that long after he joined this newspaper, he won one of the most important Italian journalism awards for crime investigations. He wrote huh. pieces on drug trafficking and uh, the construction boom in the 50s and the 60s that led to the destruction of the city's green belt and ancient villas. So okay. like, he was covering all of that. Huh. He was the first 
journalist in 1962 to publish a detailed map of the Mafia. Whoa, okay. Right. It was confirmed 22 years later Yeah. Uh, in 1984 by a Mafia informant in his testimony to a judge. So it was right. like, what he did 22 years ago was dead accurate. Wow. Mm. Oh, they flip though, those guys. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. They can't wait to sing like Canaries. Give me a new name and I'll give you all the names. Yeah. <laughs> so he was kind of like bringing down the mafia. Jesus. Mm. Well. Yeah. And then he became obviously then a target yeah. for the mafia. Um, Buschetta was this mafia informant that confirmed a Buschetta? <laughs> Bush, oh. <laughs> and he confirmed what um, Damaro had said 22 years earlier. No, he actually said that um, Damaro was a walking corpse. Blimey! Uh, yeah, they've been Fucking forced hell. to forgive the journalist. They've been for- the mafia have been forced to forgive the journalist because by this point, if he turned up dead, yeah, it was obvious he'd done it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, his death would have raised too much suspicion. Uh, See, look, even the mafia are able to do that. It's like, it doesn't understand, it's why I don't understand, like, conspiracy with the government's like, oh, they just they just killed him. It's like, the mafia have the sense to be like, if we do it, they'll know we did it. Yeah, so let's fucking not do it. it. That, those, are, those are two reasons. First of all, he's fascist past. Second of all, he made himself a target to the mob. Yeah. He seems to like just sort of the, the thrill of being third, hated. Maybe, maybe third. In 1962... Uh, there was uh, a guy called Enrico Mattei. Enrico Mattei? Yeah. Okay. And he was a public administrator. And some fella. <laughs> uh, he was a public administrator. And after the war, Second World War, he was tasked with dismantling the petroleum agency AGIP or EGIP. AGIP, And that was a state enterprise which had been established by the fascist regime. He was supposed to dismantle it. Right. He was quite an important figure in Italy, mm-hmm. well known. On October the 27th, 1962, on a flight from Sicily uh, to Milan, Mattei's jet plane crashed in the surroundings of a tiny village in Lombardy. Oh, okay. Ah, hmm. The cause of the accident remains a mystery. No one knows hmm. what caused that. So no one survives this crash, obviously. He doesn't. Work. There are strong indications that the crash was caused by a bomb hidden in the airplane. Yeah. All three men on board were killed. Matai, the pilot, and an American journalist called William McHale. Okay. Hmm. They all died. Yeah, in the right. The, inqui- the inquiry has officially declared it was an accident, but not everybody thinks that's the case. Right. Okay. Because Matai had made a lot of political enemies. So <laughs> they think, especially the strong indicators that the plane was deliberately attacked by a bomb, Yeah. that it was... The mafia? Or, or political opponents. Mm. Or basically that Matai got done in. He got, they, they got him. He got got. Damero did an investigation. Oh, shit. Into it. Get Damero on the case. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. During his time with uh, the energy um, conglomerate, Matai had tried to break the Seven Sisters. Uh, oh, just down near Harringay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, basically, Matai coined that term himself to being like the uh, dominant oil companies of the mid 20th century. Oh, okay, right. And he tried to dismantle the uh, the sort of like the, it's not a monopoly when it's a load of companies, but basically the stronghold that all of the companies shared. Gotcha. Right, right, okay. um, and in 1959, in the middle of the Cold War, he brokered an uh, an oil import deal with the Soviets. Fuck. Wow. Over intense protests from the US and NATO. Hmm. 
He also supported independence movements against colonial powers such as Algeria. And then the National Security Council of America described him as an irritation and obstacle in a classified report from 1958. So this guy wasn't making friends. Yeah. The French could not forgive Matai for his involvement with Algeria. Yeah. Tensions with France and Algeria have notoriously been yeah. strained. Yeah. There's even a very specific racial slur in France for people of Algeria. Oh, really? What? Yeah, it's weird. Mm. The French didn't like him. The US didn't like him. Uh, a lot of people in Italy didn't like him. Yeah. So responsibility for his death has been attributed to the Mafia, the CIA, and a French nationalist group called the Organisation Armée Secrète. Mm. I feel like it's probably... And not all of them, yeah. but like any one of them. Yeah. It's basically what people are saying. I'm really going to rule out the CIA, though, because they're... I mean, it, yeah, be some sort of Acme-esque, like, can we drop, can we drop an anvil on the plane? Or is right, that, right. Is there any way we could you know, get some sort of Wile Coyote-esque... Yeah, uh, didn't the CIA, like, invent a heat ray... It would burn burn you in your clothes. Yeah. It would heat up the molecules of water in your body yeah. so that you would be like burning underneath your clothes. Yeah. And uh it was like it didn't it's it's shit. It took twelve hours to charge for a start. Yeah. And it could blast for about fifteen minutes. And yeah. you had to be directly in that ray. Yeah. To and it, it just didn't work. And they put so yeah. much money into developing this. Thing. Got this heat ray, and someone's just like, oh, that's, that's yeah, they called it. They, they, they called it like the, the, way, the yeah. death ray, didn't they? This idea of like, right, yeah. boil you in your. And in then your there was another skin. thing. Is this? Did we talk about this when it was sort of like speaking about the Manhattan Project, but the uh, like the invisible, like the stealth shit, oh. like the submarine that was invisible. Oh, they tried to make a submarine right. invisible. Yes, I remember vaguely. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they were looking into time travel as well and stuff. Yeah, they're like, we'll oh, go back in time. Okay, yeah. we got to rule mm. all this out. Um, anyway, so in 1970, not long before he went missing, Demero was investigating the case again because movie director Francesco Rossi mm. was making a movie called The Matai Affair which was oh, about right. and so Demero was looking into it again that movie was released in 1972 by the way oh, um, yeah. uh, I did that watch and he was convinced that Matai's aircraft had been sabotaged and was looking into possible links between the mafia and the crack yeah. so two days before his disappearance Demero interviewed a Christian Democrat politician and former right hand man of Matai mm-hmm. this guy called Vesotto he knew that mafia boss Giuseppe Di Cristina uh, quite well and he'd been best man at the Christina's wedding and he'd been with Matai on his airplane the day before he crashed okay oh, right fuck. Demero was convinced that he'd got hold of a story of a lifetime he called it like a big scoop that was gonna it's a big scoop turn, <laughs> yeah. turn Italy Mike upside scoop. down yeah it goes into the editor's office yeah, like, I, have a, I have a scoop that is gonna shake Italy he yeah. told his colleagues at the newspaper yeah and then two days later it vanished wow shit If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. His body's never been found, despite like a lot of searching. searching for, yeah, uh, top level forces from Rome, and also there was a special investigative committee of the Italian Parliament that looked into it. Yeah, right. Was I, so, this is where so hmm, it's funny because like obviously we were just talking about conspiracies before, you know, in the last episode, uh, and then you you hear something like this, and it's like it's not a conspiracy if the country is consumed by corruption and crime that's it yeah and uh, they just go oh we'll just kill him <laughs> you know, mm. or, or we'll make him disappear it's like mm-hmm. that's not conspiracy that's just people <laughs> using their resources yeah. to get what they need uh, and I mean that's mad it's like he was investigating this thing two days later he's gone yeah to me those three options mm. he was killed for his fascist past yeah or um, he made an enemy of the mafia just anyway yeah or the state or it was yeah. because of the investigation into mm. the time yeah like, it seems to me like it was the investigation into Matai, because right. that's what he was currently doing. Yeah. But also, if the Mafia were involved in Matai's murder, yeah. then that then it could be options B and C. Yes. The you first one I mean? feels like, ah, we might, we'll take that off the list as well. We've, we've got we've got the other um, two things. We might as well. He's, he's a nasty man. We'll, we'll cross them off. Or, or like uh, an opportunist. Yeah. Because there is the other option. If, uh, if, if those two are the most likely, yeah. Occam's Razor, Mafia and... The death, like the the Matai plane crash. Mm. Um, no one's really looking at one, but it uh, could be that it could be that because he had a history of infiltrating mm. the left wing anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That maybe he'd been found out as a. That's right, and somebody. I mean, this is bad though. It's like this. See, this is the sort of thing I think. Like fucking hell, that's really like. I mean, cool in the sense of like I've never heard of this fucking guy, and like yeah. this whole thing where he. He's investigating this very suspicious death of a, you know, top person in the... He could have been wise to the fact that people were out to get him and he could have made himself disappear. Like, he could have legged it. Yeah? Yeah. I think there's a point where if you were an ex-supporter of a fascist regime who who's famous for infiltrating left-wing uh, places and then go to a left-wing newspaper where and then, like, investigate something about... You'd be like, yeah, this is looking pretty dangerous, actually. Yeah. I want to cover my own ass here. I, sh- I better get out. Did yeah. anyone go with him? Like, did anyone else disappear with him? Uh, n- no. So, um, so his wife what, and kids were still. So what about. actually mm. happened apparently when he uh, vanished? Yeah. Uh, he was kidnapped mm. on the evening of sixteenth September nineteen seventy while coming back from work right. in Palermo, which is in Sicily. Mm. Yeah. Um, and then 
In response, thousands of police equipped with helicopters and dogs combed all of Sicily in search of him. Oh, oh wow. wow. Oh, shit. So they just couldn't find him. That'd be a blue bit in a film. Yeah, and then, like, and then if, it, if it's him running away, you'd see police running around and you'd see a manhole cover and it would just slip over mm. and yeah. shut and he's like, and he's, yeah. Would you? <laughs> like fucking Gaddafi. <laughs> <laughs> He hid in a drain eventually, oh, yeah. and they just dragged him out of it. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Oh, that's oh, so man. brutal. That was proper brutal. And he's mm. like screaming, like, oh, my brothers, my sisters, what are you doing to me? It's like, fucking um, killing you, man. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> destroying you from the inside out. Boom. So it wasn't through lack of, like, because there was a big investigation into where they gone, but, like, there was also got kind of muddled and it seemed like mm. people were trying to like corruption within the police force and whatever were right. trying to deviate the mm. investigation so it okay. kind of got um hampered yeah in 1994 Buschetta yeah from the mafia claimed responsibility so the mafia had done him in oh shit so he's like yeah we did it fucking hell I no. guess like what's the statute of limitations is there such a thing but either way it's I'm not, not sure how that works in other countries I think, no, I'm, I'm pretty and, sure it's like a general thing and also, like, most the, law yeah and the mafia aren't going to be like well we're squeaky clean are you suggesting that we kill yeah. <laughs> like, how dare yeah, you yeah, sir probably yeah. be like yeah no he was making it like, yeah. and it was 24 years like, afterwards yeah yeah so it's like, um, yeah what are they going to do yeah uh, but whether or not that's true is like yeah it could be another yeah I, it it feels like hmm um, it's, it's a thing. What do they have to gain yeah. if if it's not true? What do they have to gain? In this yeah, so uh, in 1994, Bachetta declared that the Sicilian Mafia had done it. Then another Mafia turncoat in 2001 declared that he was killed because he'd learned that one of his former fascist friends, the Black Prince, oh. was involved in the planned 1970 coup. Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, to take back control for fascists. Right. Uh, with like-minded army officers in terms of to stop what they considered Italy's drift to the left. And then another Mafia Toko, uh, who started to collaborate with Italian authorities after his arrest in 2010. Jesus. Said that the journalist was killed because of investigative reporting that damaged the Mafia. So then it was right. a more general thing and not necessarily just that it was to do with oh, the time. right. They said that the order for De Maro's killing came from the heads of the Sicilian Mafia Commission. Uh, and according to... Uh, this turncoat from 2001, mm. uh, he said that he, the remains of him were buried under a bridge uh, over the Oretto River, but the police searched there Nothing. in the past and hadn't found anything. Ah. Wow. So to came to that, another turncoat then said... Fucking that hell, the, these guys are flipping faster than yeah, some yeah. Americans. <laughs> this is nuts. Uh, another turncoat <laughs> then said that the reason the body hadn't been found was because the mafia had been ordered to move the body from about 1977 to 1978 yeah. uh, to dissolve them in acid. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, that doesn't feel like a particularly mafia thing, though, the dissolving. That feels like a Breaking Bad thing, but yeah. not necessarily a mafia thing. Uh, but DiCarlo, who was the one that testified in 2001, that resulted in a judicial inquiry being reopened. And then in April 2006, more than 35 years after his disappearance, the trial on his murder started what? Oh, at shit. the court of Palermo with the former Mafia boss of bosses as the only remaining defendant. Ah, okay. The boss of bosses. Mm. You truly are the boss you of bosses. You truly are. <laughs> <laughs> On the 10th of June, 2011, mm-hmm. that boss of bosses was acquitted Ugh. because of insufficient evidence. All right, okay. So Franca, yeah. uh, Demero's daughter, said, I'm very upset because after 40 years we still have no answer about what happened that day. Mm. The mystery continues.
Almost certainly, and almost certainly by the mafia. But there are even inconsistencies with what the mafia are saying. Well, that's it's not even that the mafia are like we didn't do it, and yeah. it turns out that they did. Mm. The mafia are saying they did do it. And then the body wasn't where they said it was. Yeah, yeah it's like, really it, weird. It's, it's like how ISIS sometimes will take um, credit yeah. for some attack, which is by a lone dickhead who just subscribes a bit to their... Yeah, and exactly. they're like, yeah. yeah, we did this, we did this. And and it's like, that sounds like what the mafia doing. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, we're hard, yeah. we're hard guys. Yeah, and it's yeah, because like their power is fear. Yeah. So like, they'll mm. smash yeah. it. So it's like the mafia know that they need to be intimidating. Yes. So yeah. part of that will be there saying... Oh, yeah, we totally did it, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, we killed the guy. Yeah. Mm. 24 it, years after the fact when it kind of doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, the, the, yeah, the acid thing, does that feels like an inconsistency, though, definitely, because, like, that, yeah, that's definitely a more modern gangster thing as opposed to... I don't know, it just feels... Also well, getting... The, the late 70s would have... I mean, like... Getting well, large... Who was the acid bath murderer? Dennis Nielsen. No, there was yeah. a, the acid bath murderer. Oh, no, he just put people in. He just his old bodies, didn't he? Yeah, uh, but that was yeah. Um, that, that was in the fifties, wasn't it? Dennis Nilsson. No, 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 no. The acid bath murderer. Yeah. Yeah. Dennis yeah. Nilsson was the eighties. Yeah, yeah. Or the seventies. The acid bath murderer was like. I well, he just like put the, people in baths of acid alive. No, no, no. The acid no. He'd kill them and then dissolve the bodies. John ah. Hay. That's it. Yeah. Six people, although he claimed to kill nine. Yeah. Died 1949. Oh, so it was the 40s then? Yeah. So, like, it's not outside the one's possibility that that's a way of disposing bodies for the. But, yeah. Like, it I just don't... feels like it's not. Like, the mafia is very much, at least from what I understand, it's very much like kill him and then probably bury the body because, like. But it also whatever. kind of feels like their lie got caught out because they're yeah. like, oh, we uh, the, his body's buried under this bridge. Ah, well, the police searched there and there isn't anything. Like, oh. Ah, well, the reason for that is because we got told to dig him up and. We dig him up and we put him in acid. Yeah. Right. We, it, it, that feels a bit like reaching. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. yeah. They're retconning their thing of like trying to get back on it. Yeah, I think that the mafia probably did do it. Yeah, but I don't think they can agree on who did. Right. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that's true. And also, like, um, like the fucking government can't stop fighting in amongst itself. Like, oh, Jesus, like yeah. members of the front bench can't stop fighting. You think the mafia will just get along? Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Lord, if anyone's they? definitely not going to get along, famously so. I think it's the mafia. <laughs> in fighting, yeah. it's absolutely the mafia. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah, I think, like, it would have been somebody... I even maybe go as far as to say, like, someone did him in, and then someone else went, oh, why the fuck did you do that? Yeah, I think oh, right. You idiot. We already it. said that we weren't going to because it was going to a rare suspicion. Yeah. yeah, exactly, yeah. And they're like, oh, for fuck's sake. Well, that's going to come and bite us in the ass at some mm. point. I, as as for Matei, to sort of go back there... I don't know, I feel like he's another one where it's like... Well, two and one, we got a twofer in this, <laughs> this mystery. He... I, oh. I feel like that's possibly also a, a mafia-type thing rather than a, a governmental or slash um, um, part of these oil company yeah, so thing the, because that, that, that feels too... They're not organized enough to do something like that. Um, yeah. I feel like Matei was probably a... Yeah, another mafia thing where they're like, well, he's cutting off our supply of some sweet, sweet cash. We don't want that. Yeah. Let's well, fucking yeah. get rid of him. Mm. Oh, he's still alive and he's 100. <laughs> yeah, 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 this is true. He could still be... Yeah. He's like, oh, really, really, really old He's, he's down on a, He's down on that farm in Argentina with Hitler. He was, he was, uh, he was um, the lad standing with he's the queen a, on the balcony. Isn't <laughs> he's 101 years old. Yeah. Um, uh, down in, yeah, South America with the 133-year-old Hitler <laughs> who calls him young man. <laughs> <laughs> and they have a little friend, yeah. Masood. Yeah. Hey, guys. <laughs> hey, guys, I'm ready to do some more cooking. 
Well, come in, young Mr. Wood. Come in. <laughs> He's but a boy. <laughs> <laughs> he was my f f f friend. <laughs> What you want to do is you take the praline syrup. <laughs> yeah. Are you are you writing this down? Do you know what would help this sweet vermouth? Sweet vermouth. Oh, Mr. Hitler, you're so smart. Nice. <laughs> 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 you go home and you're like, I've been making drinks with my friend, Mr. Hitler. Your mom's like, sure, you have my suit. In, in this fantasy, I'm wearing uh, dungaree shorts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. And a cat. And only cat dungaree shorts. <laughs> Just like the denim. <laughs> and you're your age and size now. <laughs> Do I have a butt flap? <laughs> uh, and it's always open. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's always open. It's always open. And Hitler's and, like, oh, um, Mr. let me get that for you. You're like, no. no. <laughs> yeah, and, but it's like Michael J. Fox in Back to the Future 3. There's yes. nothing underneath. You've you're the, you're, 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 you're the half-naked child man that they, <laughs> they teach to cook. He's like Walter White. Yes. And, now, and now we cook. Uh, like, okay, Mr. Hillary, it's just cocktails. Oh, my and, God. And nice dinners. You've got to shake it, shake it. Shake it, shake it. Yeah. Like a Polaroid or picture. picture. <laughs> I love Outcast. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Thanks, Mr. Um, Hitler. You're I, such a good uh, That was a short one, mm. but um, uh, uh, yeah, I think I think the mafia did do it. Yeah, um, maybe not Matai, but I think they. But why would they then get annoyed with him looking into it? Yeah, it's 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 pl- It's not outside the realms of possibility, but I think they definitely got Amaro Imaro. Amaro, 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 Amaro. They definitely got him. Amaro, yeah. Amaro sounds like a like a weird foreign movie. Also, <laughs> I like I like that he's a bit of an unusual guy in that he was a fascist supporter and then a communist journalist. Yeah, yeah. that was such a what a what a turn, <laughs> what a twist. But which suggests to me that like that wasn't all that it seemed either. So no. I, I don't know. I don't know. It feels it's yeah, like you were saying. It's like he famously would infiltrate <laughs> left wing yeah. things. Um, but then, but then also still win prizes for journalism. Yeah, and like taking down um, the trying to take down the mafia. Maybe, yeah. maybe he was trying to turn a new leaf. Yeah. And everyone is like, you know, everyone doubted him. You know, he's he's just a he's just a good lad trying to, trying yeah. to turn over a new leaf. He wasn't. He wasn't. He was not a good lad. <laughs> was, bad lad. He was a bad. He was a bad lad. Oh, you bad sod. Oh, what a oh, you bad sod. Oh, you bad sod. It's an Alan Bennett thing, man, isn't it? <laughs> it? Sounds very Alan Partridge. Yeah, that's Maro de Maro and Matai. Amazing. Right. Thank you very much. Su- su- super, super quick double bill. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like a grindhouse movie. Back to back. <laughs> Uh, Some fake trailers in the oh. <laughs> yeah. uh, Thank you very much for listening, everybody. You know where to find us. You can find us on twitter.com slash Mr. and the Rocks, but R O X, because X gonna give it to you. Um, it, that's also the same on Instagram. You can also email us, Mr. and the Rocks, spelled R O C K S, at gmail.com to be like, hey, Masood, why don't you do that little Franco voice anymore? <laughs> it's not racist. <laughs> um, <laughs> We miss it. We miss it. Come on, please. Um, also, you could join our Patreon, patreon.com slash Mr. on the Rocks. You can find all sorts of great stuff like uh, early access, to, if you're on tier one, early access to episodes. And uh, and these videos. And these videos, which you can now watch or are already watching. Um, you can also, if you go up to tier two, you can get yourself some uh, b- 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 bonus things like it takes. recipe cards. 
outtakes. Recipes. Um, mini episodes. Mini episodes. And full bonus episodes and as well. full bonus episodes. Uh, and then on tier three, you can get yourself so all that lovely stuff and some merch on top of it. Um, and uh, free tickets to any live shows that we do. That is oh, awesome. Yeah. Which we will, we will do. It's we will just do. that it's been... You know, we're, it's... We're, it's hard to organise uh, uh, three separate calendars. Yes. But, um, but we'll do it. We'll get to it. Probably the autumn. It's, I reckon so. Yeah, it's yeah, good. Yeah. Rate us, subscribe to us on your chosen podcast, uh, what is it, listening device or thing of choice. Yeah, Don't platform. use pod, platform, that's the one. Uh, um, but the best thing to review us on is iTunes. Yes, yes, helps yes, yes. A lot. Helps a lot. Uh, yeah. Thank you very much, everybody. <gasps> Bye! Bye. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.